coming up. It's the Basha Rewatchable! Oh boy. Oh boy. We back. We back. Hey, we there, yeah. We this <laughs> Welcome to the Banana Boys. I'm your host, Gajan, and as always, I'm joined by Vignesh and Nissan. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to waste your time. We are doing the Tamil Rewatchables. If you've listened to the same podcast on the Ringer Network, the Rewatchables, they take some of the most rewatchable movies in Hollywood and dissect them and go back and talk about it because they are movie fans. So I emailed them. I asked them, hey, why don't you feature a Tamil movie, some of the Tamil rewatchable movies, and I got a very loud, deafening silence. So, yeah, that oh, happened. Hold on, hold on. You got rejected? Wait, wait, he didn't get rejected. He just didn't get a response. So, technically, it's still there. No, we cannot, just don't know. Cannot confirm nor deny. But we couldn't wait. Season three of Banana Boys is starting, and we had to start it with a bang. So, I thought, why not go back to some of the most rewatchable Tamil movies? And we're all, you know, crazy fans here. And dissect them and bring them with these, you know, similar questions and really talk about the impact that these movies had. And for the first one, we had to do the cult classic. This movie, this movie was released. This is the 25th anniversary of this movie. It was released 25 years ago, January 12th, 1995. Stars the one and only Rajinikan, Nagma, Raghuvaran. And really, it's just one of these classic uh, Godfather-esque stories, right? You have a flashback. You have a flashback in a flashback. You have crazy fight scenes, some amazing music. Uh, it's really one of the most notable movies in Tamil cinema. And before we get into the questions, I'm just going to give you some, some historical points. You guys ready for this? I'm ready. Listen, so this entire movie was based on one discarded scene from the Hindi movie Hum, which Rajini starred in, right? Literally, they shot a scene, and it was discarded. They looked at the scene like, we can make a movie around this, right? That, I mean, that, that was crazy. Um, the movie itself was supposed to be designed around MGR, but didn't really work out. Ended up going tweaking the story, made it for Rajinikan. Uh, and, and this was the first Tamil movie to run for 50 days on 72 screens across Tamil Nadu. I don't know if that's a big deal, but it sounded like that was a big deal when I was doing the research. Actress uh, Nagma, she was... The original choice, that's who they went with. There was nobody else. They watched Kadalin and were like, yo, we got to get her. She, she, we got to get her. Uh, this movie, this movie, uh, after, it, it ran for about 368 days. 368 continuous days at the box office, which is insane. The theme song was pretty much ripped off from Terminator 2. If you don't know, now you know, Right. And earlier, Rajinikan's character was supposed to be a bus conductor. Eventually, they made him an auto driver. They thought it'd be more relatable if it were an auto driver. He's the common man. Yep, yep. And, you know, at the time, it was uh, the highest grossing movie. It beat out some of the older movies. I believe it was a Kamalasa movie. Beat that out. It was the highest grossing movie at that time. And I tell you, this movie, this movie is a classic for Tamil people. And what's interesting about this you look at the intro to this movie, it's about two and a half minutes long, and it's just when you're sitting in the theater and you're watching this, okay? You're just seeing 
uh, different pictures of Rajni flipping around, flipping around as they're rolling the opening credits. And you're watching like, yo, how many roles is this guy acting in? Just so many different scenes. That was, that was probably like, it's probably 50 movies in. I'm, 40 or 50 movies into his career. I may, I maybe. Listen, I don't want to throw out stats if we don't have them. Is that a stat, sir? Is that is that a stat? Or are you just coming out here like Eric Trump saying you won Pennsylvania? Well, like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> Did you do the research or not? All right, we're going to wait for all the ballots to come in before we sign off on that one. Um, guys, we watched the movie again. What were some of the feelings you had when you first watched Basha, though? I got to tell you, he made being an autocadden really damn cool because I think it was only shortly after when I watched the movie, we as a family went to India and Sri Lanka right after. So as a kid... Mind you, I was probably, what, like 12 or 13 or something, maybe younger than that even. I was like, damn, I wish I could drive one of these. And mm. I wanted one of those, you know, brown shirts, brown pant, little khakis, and those. He was rocking Tim's. I think he had Tim's on, too. Nah, man. Have you ever seen an auto driver rock Nikes or Reeboks? <laughs> not <laughs> Not Kant, though. No, no. I think most of the movie, he had, he had different sneakers, but he, did. he was rocking Tim's. This guy was Bronx, BX. Yeah. This BX, <laughs> he was wearing Tim's for most of the movie. But in the intro song, he was wearing those Nikes. That's for those killer dance moves, man. Vikash, what were some of the things you thought when you first watched the movie? My, I don't know if you can see my face, but it's like jaws to the floor. Mm. I was like shock and awe. Mm. And the first thing that was popping into my five-year-old head was, damn, smoking is so cool. <laughs> after that, after that, I'm beat smoking <laughs> and drinking can be injurious to your health. For a second, I thought he was going to go like... <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that later. We're going to talk about that later. You know, I remember watching this movie and, and just thinking, yo, this auto cutter, how much money is this guy raking in? He's paying for dowry. He's paying for surgeries. We haven't even met him yet. And this guy's just paying off things yeah. left, right, and center. I'm like, yo, that job must be pretty, pretty, da- pretty good investment right there, you know? But that entrance scene, I mean, the man comes up, leaps 15 feet in the air, cracks a a watermelon with his head. (laughs) I mean, if that's not one of the most iconic entrances of all time, then I don't know what is. We've never seen, here's a a fact, never seen a single actor in Tamil cinema crack a watermelon as an entrance after that. So, I mean, he... That's true. That's that's it. Like, there's one, and then there was nothing after that. Did you know that Rajini has this tendency to always kind of, like, break the fourth wall like he's Deadpool and, like, you know, puts the... Welcome, welcome to the Basha experience. Yeah, like he was was welcoming us into like, like welcome. Yeah, yeah. They shoot it like slow motion, like sixty frames per second. He just kind of winks and nods and welcomes you to the movie cinema. Look, look, Mr. Director Gadget Balan, looking at that sixty frames per second. We're gonna talk about that. So let's move on to the next question. What scenes stand out the most for you after watching it again? After watching it again, I would have to say when he encounters Anthony, you know, in front of his dad, they come and the gangs just pull up. And the negotiation do, scene. The negotiation scene. They do a little frisk check, drop the weapons in the middle. That was probably the most iconic, you know, uh, scene for me rewatching it again. And I think another coolest thing that I noticed, I want those shades that he's wearing because oh, those have no arm bars. <laughs> they have no arm bars. And it's I always just, want, It's just the front. Yeah. And I always thought, I'm like, man. That would be a sick way to rock some shades because that's badass. Why? Because that was badass. Enough, enough shades to rock? 
Not ones that don't have arm bars. All right, this is not about Chase. We're talking about Basha here. What else stands out to you, Nisa? Is there another scene? Uh, definitely the sad scene where he gets you know tied up to the pole. Mm. That mm. was like it was just, and then and then the part where his brother comes and you know Rajinikanth's bleeding, bloody. Yep. Everyone knows this, and yeah. he's just like laughing. Yeah, and he hugs them, yeah. and he's and that laugh on just the, echoes on the first strike, the lightning strikes. Yeah, so. That was that was very very yeah. sad. That set the mood, and I was like, rewatching that almost brought me to tears. What about you, Viknesh? What are some scenes that stand stood out the most for you? I gotta gotta agree with Nisa on that, that that scene where Rajini's getting hit. You just see the blood, all the men watching in pain. Like I'm watching in pain too. Um, I would also say, you know, the scene where he's trying to get his sister into uh, the seat in the college. Ooh, ah, that's that, was, that was just like that. You know, you know when you know when you pull up. That's that's Basha's first entrance. That's yeah. the first time in the movie where you he you are introduced to Basha as the viewer. Yeah, that's like that's the subtle flex before the I'm a I'm a pull up and run up on you flex. That little like silence, that gap, you know? That gap. He just leans in and it's a little bit of a side smile. Oh man, that I mean that's that stands out. A couple of other scenes, and we're gonna have to pick one of these, okay? We gotta come to a consensus. But okay. Indran's first entrance, right? Where he finally kind of comes in, the first sort of level one boss, and he's like that scene, you, you know, you really get to see uh a very the criminal underbelly. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, I remember watching that and watching it again. You're just like, Ooh, I just don't like you. You know, the way his handlebar mustaches and his eyebrows and the way he's looking at Monica's sister. Like, I'm just like, Oh, I just, I don't like this guy. Right. Um, the officer from Mumbai, that's now in Chennai seeing Basha for the first time when he yeah. starts to figure oh, out, Oh yeah. He's like, who, who made the, the police Academy? Yeah. Yo, find this report on uh, Basha. And then he calls him to meet him. And the first time they meet and you see him in his Tim's and he turns and then the music plays and they see him. Like, that's one of those standout scenes. You're just like, wait a minute. It, what's going on here? There's a, there's a backstory here. And then the last thing that stands out, you know, because not a lot of movies can pull this off. We have a flashback in a flashback. Monikam, Basha at the time. We have a flashback where he's thinking about Basha. Basha's then having a flashback of Anwar's death and how that and all best happened. Best friend, yeah. And I got to say, it can be a, a tricky thing to pull off. These guys pulled it off. Some say Christopher Nolan's idea for Inception came from... <laughs> Some say. So, with all these scenes, we got to pick one. What is the standout scene? If you had to pick one. I, th- I think I can pick. I would pick uh, definitely the second one when the police officer does like the little, you know, epiphany and he's just like, wait, whose son? What's his dad's name? You think that that's the number one scene? No, that, I think I that's the number one scene for me because that's when like, it was almost like the peak point where, yeah, we had the first... Slight tidbit of Basha intro, but this is where like, oh shit, this is where it's about to really go off. Uh, are we coming to a consensus? We gotta come to consensus. You know and why? Because he has the walk. He has the walk into the police office. I gotta push back. I'm telling you, when you think about the movie Basha, you, I think the first thing you think about is that negotiation scene, and the whole, that 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 is just yeah, sort of that is Basha at his you know peak. That is him outsmarting the enemy. That is him just coming toe to toe with you know the final boss. I think that's I think that's the one, the negotiation I, I scene. Gotta, I gotta agree with that one because it just had so many layers to it. Like it's like 
the young versus the seasoned vet, mm. like Rogue One's character, mm. and you see like the struggle. He's like, I'm trying to respect my dad, who's on the opposition. But the like, way his tone dad, changed. His tone changes. The way that he's just like, he's like, refuses to kind of look at um, his dad, and he's just focused on like Rogue One. Yeah. His dad tries to step in, and like it just shows that oh, I am now pushing you off the throne. It's just. It's just so many levels to that scene. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. The, the mind battle between Antony and Basha. At yes, that yes. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you get your, when you go to a Rajini movie, you're going to get two to three uh, words of wisdom. And he ends it with one of the most... Uh, I, you, can, you can say this to this day. It, yeah. is, it is something that stands the test of time. Go ahead and play the sound bite. What does he end off with? Mm, 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 mm. And and just you know exit stage left. That could go down. I mean, Ooh. in my opinion, I think that's probably the top in the top five of Rajini quotes. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Let's move on. I'm glad we came to an agreement there. Let's move on to what scenes don't really hold up. So you know, some of the scenes that didn't really hold up for me, um, the groom at the beginning before we meet Rajini. The groom's getting married, and he literally, his dad says, let's get, let's go. They're about to just leave the wedding, you know, without getting their dowry. I, I'm just going to go and say, that doesn't really hold the test of time. And I got to say, if you're that kind of guy, uh, you maybe you should leave him. Another one that didn't really stand the test of time for me is um, the, the dad thinking to search the auto when the one diamond is missing. Like, he came up to that pretty quick. You know, Nagma comes home, right? He's like, what's that? Where's the 10th diamond? Oh, I don't know. Oh, how did you get it? You didn't take it. Let's go search the auto. And like, I think that was a little too bit too fast. I don't think he figures it out that quickly. I think that he gets too much credit for that one. What about you guys? What do you think some scenes don't really hold up after watching it again? I got to say, I feel like, I feel like the final kind of climax for the, you know, who, who, how is one guy going to kidnap four women all by himself and kind of tie them up in the middle of nowhere and then you know just you know manage to jump out of the building and then into a truck and then drive the truck and like all these things I'm like I'm like ah this is a little realistic okay okay yeah that was, that was a little interesting I mean he did have a couple handymen to help him but yes very interesting I would relate a little bit to that the that little I would say the ending fight scene where you know Basha literally takes out almost an entire army what it looks like to save his family. That, to me, I was kind of like, well, re-watching it, I was like, I get it. But at the same time, like, this is a little too much. Because, you know, he first takes out the people outside. Then he's, like, facing this big boss, you know, with this electrical sword or fence or whatever, takes him out. And then a couple more people. And it's just like, man, like, what is this? This is not, like, the final, literally, the I, final I, boss scene. I, I, I agree <laughs> with you guys. I feel like there's, uh, you know, as we do these rewatchables, we got to push up you know what we're what's an acceptable level of unrealism yeah. and uh you know i think you're gonna get this with a lot of the tumble rewatchables um but you know and there's like the scene where one punch he sends a guy flying 30 feet into a light post yeah and he finds out his sister is bleeding there's 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 a little bit of bending going on and we'll get to that but some other scenes that might be a little bit too you know don't hold up well is the mom almost giving away the identity when the daughter is meeting you know her boyfriend's parents for the first time it's like you held a secret for four years and now you're just gonna give it away do you know who my son is i think that's a little sloppy on the mom's part um monica's younger brother and his annoying questioning yo 
I, I didn't just, like his face. I just, I, I'm just listen. As a big brother, if I come to your like to to save you, this guy just had okay? to bring in the big brother. I'm just saying, if I come to your aid and saved your ass as well as my other siblings, sh- shut the fuck up. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Yo, you just saw me punch a guy 30 feet into a light post, <laughs> and you have the audacity to come and ask me. Who am I? As a hold on. As, who is you? Yada ni yada. Okay, listen. To play devil's advocate, as of a little, you'd play devil's advocate. As a little brother, he is a policeman and he does have a job to do. So he could be, be getting questioned by his seniority, saying, "Hey, your brother just did this, and this many people are in the hospital that might die." I mean, listen. He's doing his job. He's doing his due diligence. Yo, no. ride he or got, die for your family. No, ride true. or die for That's your true. family. I'm not. I'm again. Again, I'm both not. You, I'm not siding with them. I'm not siding with. Wait, them. both of us are wrong. Both of you guys. Wait, what? Wrong. <laughs> Hold as on. As a younger brother, he's not just trying to do his job. As a younger brother, if my older brother is punching someone thirty feet in the head, <laughs> I want to know what the fuck that motherfucker needs. <laughs> 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 Mama, give me some of those cord flakes. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't the barota in the morning. Give me that oval team. Give me that oval. Is that Mumbai barota that we brought up? Um, oh, you know what? I don't think we're gonna come to a consensus here, but I really feel like the no, younger, I think, bro- you the know younger brother. I gotta agree with you there, only because you know that now that you mentioned, I didn't one, I didn't like his face, and I didn't like his tone. Yeah. In those questioning, you know. Yeah. And then they they echoed it too. I'm like, why are you echoing it? <laughs> like. I, I get I get the dramatic effect, but But I'll tell you when Reggie <laughs> went back and just he's like in the light swinging and thinking about it, I feel like that hit home to me. I'm like, yo, I just think I'm like, I have a younger brother. I know what you feel, dog. I know what you feel, dog. Let's move to the most rewatchable scene. You know, what's a scene that when you see it. You're going to sit your ass down and you're going to start watching. It might not be the, for the whole movie, but you're going to sit your ass down and start watching. Nisa, what about for you? Uh, I think we talked about it already a couple of times, but it would definitely be that meetup, that first meetup mm. um, for me. I think I could watch that literally over and over Which again. Which meetup? Uh, between Basha and Anthony. Oh, okay. Good. So the first yeah. meetup, yeah. you know, yeah. where they do the whole check, like from beginning to the end. negotiation scene, yeah. And then, you know, you just hear the... Mm. Like... Yeah. You could like people listening to the show right now can probably picture in right now yeah. without even watching the movie. Yeah, I think what makes this movie so powerful is that there's a lot of scenes that when you watch it, you it has that same factor. Where you know you wa- you might watch some movies and you're like, eh, I kind of skip, or you know when a more uh, palatable scene is coming up. Here, there's a lot of them. Vikas, what about you? What's a scene or a couple of scenes that feel super rewatchable for you? Like the most. It's always like, like I've Basha. You know, it's been twenty five years since Basha came out. So every time I pass by, it's on TV and like Basha's playing. When this scene comes on, like I'm hundred percent turning my head. To What's it. that scene? And that's like the beginning of the flashback. Ah, mm. uh, like yeah. It just, it just starts. It's just like of him walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like Basha's like, main entrance, the, the first official entrance. As Basha, he's in the silhouette. You just see the black figure. Yeah. You know, see him walking up, the, walking through the stairs, 
and it, it, and then he just comes down the stairs, and then you see that flash of that X-ray vision special effect thing that they were doing the entire movie leading up to this. Yeah. Yep. And then he gets into the car, and he just goes straight, and he's just walking at the screen. Yeah. It's just powerful. Doesn't powerful. Doesn't even say a word. Doesn't yep. even like anything. One expression, just powerful. I, I got both of those on the list. I'm going to give the uh, the listeners some other uh, watch- watchable scenes. That opening scene with the Monicum headbutt, like, if that's happening, you're at least going to watch 5, 10, 15 minutes. Like, there's no way that you see that scene and you're just going to walk away. You're going to keep watching, Dude, right? You really want a headbutt of I'm just saying it's never been done after that. <laughs> um, the auto selection scene, the, hey, handsome, bloody fools, bye. Like, if, you, if, you're, if you're seeing... <laughs> bye! <laughs> When you see Nagma coming out, you're going to watch. You're just going to watch it, okay? Uh, Tearing up the auto looking for the diamond, that's a gut-wrenching scene you're going to watch because you know they're going to play the slow version of Basha Bada, the emotional part, and you're going to see his crew. It foreshadows in the flashback that they're going to be coming together. I think that was great what they did there. Uh, The Alaga song, it's it, while it's not, and we're gonna talk about this top three songs. While it's not one of my top three songs, you want to watch it just to see the different roles that Rajini puts on, like the waiter, the bus conductor, the brumman. Literally every profession. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he, this guy is like going through job roles like a, a fresh out of college student, and you, it's kind of rewatchable. I didn't think so, but when I was watching, I'm like, I like I can see why this is appealing. The Basha visiting the admissions office with the with the guy, hundred percent. Listen, as soon as a, the sister's walking in with Basha, you're watching that scene, no matter what. Basha getting, uh, Monikum getting beat up in the rain. Oh, man. Again. And I gotta say, regardless of how outlandish it might be, when you see Anthony escape the newspaper, you're watching the rest of the movie. I'm sorry, you're watching yeah. the rest of the movie. You're watching, because you know this is 20 minutes, pedal to the metal, conclusion time. You're watching this that thing. This is round two. This is round two. That being said, I'm going to agree with Viknesh. Uh, Basha's first entrance, that is the most rewatchable scene. And lis- listeners right now are probably picturing it already. Yeah, yeah. I challenge you. I challenge you. When you have something big to deliver, a speech, project whatever it is throw that music put on the headphones it is like the rocky theme song you're you, you know go for a run just put that on repeat i'm telling you you're gonna you're gonna bust through the wall like kool-aid man when you hear that thing going i feel like i feel like it had a little bit of like like that like like that like james bondness to it like that that iconic level mm. sound like I, I don't think i've heard another like bgm for another actor for another character in a movie that's really like stuck in my head like that yeah you know what it is for me for me it's like the the footsteps that's what that's what it is for me the footsteps mm. the clicking that's what really gets my attention it gives you the jollies and gives me the jollies that's what, <laughs> that's what gets me going <laughs> um so that's great i mean i'm glad we could agree on that and we didn't come to fisticuffs the next thing i want to talk about is who would you recast in this movie looking at all the people who would you recast in the movie nisa let's start with you Rewatching it, I feel like there could have been maybe a little bit more comedy, just in my opinion. I think uh, there was a good enough, but there could have been a little bit more. I think maybe if they added, like, uh, obviously this was, happened in 1995, so Sundanam and Vadivel are not going to be in it, but 
maybe throwing a son them as like a second comedian, not the main guy, but like an additional. You know, there's always like there's always a main comedian. There's so always who, like who you just recast someone else in a more comedic role. Correct. Okay. Okay. What about you, Vignesh? Who would you recast? I was gonna go with Nagma's dad. Really? Really? I felt like I felt like because he's like the he's like you know before you fight Master Hand at the end of um, Super Smash Bros. You have to fight one like like a mini boss, right? So he's like the mini boss. I feel like I need like wet my palate a little bit for the extra evil of like Anthony. I would go with like a Prakashra because I felt like just like you said, like it was it, it's like mm. it wasn't convincing enough when he was like, oh, how did you come? How did you how did you get into the house? Oh, this oh the dad you know the auto. I felt like like Prakashra would have given him more more character, more of an intelligence, more of like a hey, I'm kind of like a devious guy. Like I'm not. Mastermind evil like mm. Anthony, but like I'm more of like a devious kind of. So a younger Prakash Raj, you gotta you gotta picture yeah. a younger yeah, one. Yeah, Definitely not. So a, yeah. you know when you started that sentence, I was gonna just outright disagree with you because you know Keshava, the gentleman that plays him, you you just dislike him so much, and he does a good job of making you hate him from the second you meet him. It's his haircut. You know what I mean? But you know I think Prakash Raj in that role probably yeah he does. I mean. This is like casting Al Pacino. You know what I mean? You're getting someone that's just genuinely a better actor. So I will agree with you. I On my list, you know, I feel like they could have just found someone else to play the mom. I think the mom, you know, didn't do enough to make me care about her in this movie. And I feel like there could have been mm-hmm. someone that maybe, maybe someone a little bit older, maybe someone that can, you know, had a little raspiness in her voice, maybe that kind of showed, you know, she's a widow and been through these things. Like someone that just... Had a little bit more scars on her, you know what I mean? Not literally, but just like emotional scars. Uh, Anwar and his fake beard. I'm sorry. Uh, Monique's friend. Uh, that guy didn't do it for me, man. I, I mean, they were running down the stairs holding hands. They were standing up to Mark Anthony and holding hands. And stuff. I, I just, I, I wasn't I wasn't sold on him. I feel like someone else could have played that role and somebody with a real beard. Uh, and then I got to say Siva, the brother. I feel like they should have casted someone maybe a little bit more younger uh, and just... You know, the, the the guy that played him had this rambunctiousness to him, but it didn't quite match his acting. It felt like overacting a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I gotta agree. Like when he was fighting that rowdy, um, like on the street. Yeah. Um, just just a little like much. With him. Like you know, like I felt like you know, he, he, like Monica's friends were like kind of like holding him back, like you know, soft stuff. Mm, but mm. he was like flailing a little too much. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like he yeah. could have been recast. Um, let's get on to something that people definitely want to know, and maybe we'll uh, get into some fisticuffs here. The top three songs of this movie. We're not. I don't think we should rank them. I think we should just kind of figure out what the top three are. Uh, I'll tell you right now. I got my three. It's obviously the opening song. Right. The next one. This is the 007 one. This is the one that's you know, Nagma's coming out. They just found out that they got the feels for each other. You know what song it is. Oh, yeah. And then the other one, Basha Pada. I mean... You you want the sad one? Uh, you know, no, give them the real one. Give them the real one. That's right. right. And it goes into the song. I think these are the top three songs. You guys disagree with me. Is there a reason here to disagree? Two out of the three. Okay, what are you taking out? What are you taking out? What are you drafting? I'm taking out um, 
Clara Rara 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 Like the late great SPB yep. dropping some gems, making you think. Yeah. Yes. You know that you know the song was almost not in the movie, mm-hmm. right? Did you know that? No, I didn't. The director had to beg Rajini. This is a fact. This is a fact. Yeah, this is a okay. This is a okay. real fact. Real fact. fact. Okay, the votes came in. This is being reported by the Associated Press right now. Yeah. This okay. Is being reported. All right. Right now. Sh- th- throw it at us. Throw it at us. I feel like out of all of the songs in this movie. Yeah. This song stands the test of time because it's just dropping some gems, some real life gems on you. Yes. And it's also like it's one of those It talks about the the sort of eight phases of life and the things you'll go through and, you know. And it's like when he and he draws it out, it's like Yeah. It's just never ending. Yes. Right? Yeah. So it's just like, whoa, makes you stop and think, but it's like why is this song in a in like a flashback with Basha but it's like everything leading up to the song where it's like you know obviously like Keshav was asking him oh I, I threw you a party I'm doing it here and he kind of pretty much knows yo I, I know what you're trying to do don't try to fuck with me you're trying to kill me at my own birthday party and he just pretty He's much 10 played. steps ahead he goes at the end of, pretty much at the end of the song he goes congratulations you played yourself right when they try to shoot him up because he ain't there yeah yeah Wow, you know what? You actually sold me now. I got, I got to throw that in yo, my top. Th- my guy out here like the Atlanta yeah. Hawks and Dallas Mavericks is like, yo, let me trade up. We'll give you Trey Young and we'll take Luka Doncic. You know what? I, I, I think, okay, I, like, I got to agree with you. We're yeah, taking Luka Doncic. I think, I think, no, you know what? You made a good point. Yeah, there's some gems in that song. Um, I had Autocotton, the intro for sure. I had the Basha theme song for sure. You got to drop that in there. And I had... You know, I had. Hey. Hey. But man, you you convinced me. Okay, so hold on, hold on. I mean, are we really gonna take out the theme of Basha for a song? Like, I feel I didn't take out the theme. Oh, I just okay. took out Stylist Stylist. So you're taking out Stylist Stylist on for Ramya? No, no, no. I'm taking out Basha Par Basha Par. Okay. So you're taking out the theme song of the movie after named after the guy. For this song? Yeah, because I'm, I'm thinking about... I ain't that crazy. That I ain't that crazy. I ain't that crazy. You gotta, you gotta think about so you're, you're, you're trading some future draft picks. You're trading some first round picks for this. Because you can use a theme song as a sad theme song too. You know what I mean? There's a little bit of... You got some variety. You got... Hi! <laughs> you got... The, what's that? <laughs> that's a wrong sad... That's a wrong sad sound effect. You got the sad version too. Come on. Listen to SPB. Hey, listen to this voice here. That's in his voice. You can just picture the blood. Come on, man. They're out here. My guys are all out here going, Basha, let's celebrate your life. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got I got I just got I wanted to just go in order. Okay. And then, you know, maybe people listening got a tweet at us, got a DM us on Instagram and let us know because Otto gotta makes a song, right? Because I mean, oh, okay, that makes it okay. I agree with that. Okay, Stylist Stylist makes it just because of the cultural impact and what that song you know was at that time. So I dropped that song. Yeah. Okay, I'm so dropping you, that you one. Drop that. So I'm you're dro- you're, you're dropping, dropping okay, and you're dropping the theme song for the movie Basha Bara. Yeah, because I feel like Ooh, you're, you're, looking at, hey. you're looking at you're looking at the songs that really kind of. I don't think, out, you know it's what. Kind of, it's like that the one song is in the beginning, not an autocotton, right? Stylus Stylus is like in the middle, but then like what completes it? What What's bringing this 
flashback forward, making okay. it make what's the tipping point, right? That 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 song is the Ramaya is right. the tipping point for everything else. Right. That happens. Okay. So, so listen, we're not gonna get a consensus on this. We have our top three. So Nissan, you got Atokar and Basha Bara and then Ramaya. You got Ramaya. Otto Karen and Stylus Styladan and you know I don't have Ramaya in my song right so that's our picks and hey you guys let us know which one of us got it right and what you guys think and you know we left out the the other song uh Alagu, right yeah. we left that song out Nissan hit him with that a little bit yeah none of us had this in top 3 no again a lot of professions I, I, but I, I, hey, listen this 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 soundtrack this listen this soundtrack is like the the dream team. You know, you every all the songs they hit a little bit different. You're not gonna skip them, but you gotta pick three. You guys let us know what the top three is. Let's move on to the most quotable lines. Um, Nisa, I, I'm I'm gonna just hit a couple of them. Okay, you guys tell me how close I am. Ulepo. <laughs> I mean, when the, <laughs> when he looks at his Ulepo. <laughs> Right, right, right. I mean, I I'm pretty sure I yelled that at my brother a couple of times growing up. Yeah, uh, what, what, what's that sound? What does he say to the admissions officer at the medical college when he says he has something else? What does he say? <laughs> you know what it is? Okay, just it's a tick. you know, yeah. it's a tick, right? But. What is he walks in with his arms crossed, like yeah. you know, like a nice guy, Appa yeah. Vipola. Yeah. And then once he drops it, his hands come down, he leans on the desk a little. Yeah. You know what I You know what I mean? Like, man, chills. Chills. Yo, yeah. yo, you really wish you could walk into your brother's room and be like, lean on his desk. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one can hope. One can yo, hope. The amount of time I I think about Yeah, that's on the. Hey, wait. Can I do my job? Can I do my job? Can I do my job? All right. So we have we. I, I don't think that's a quotable line, but let's 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 add it in as a, out of respect for our co-host here. Um, we have the when he looks over, Basha says, "What does he look over?" When he looks over at the roof and points to Mark Anthony, he says, "There you go." One of our most iconic sound effects here on the show. Uh, then there's the standard, Manik Nahi Basha. Manik Basha. You know what I mean? When he finally adopts the role. You want to say that line again? Yes. Because what what just happens is that uh, there's a... It's the flashback in the flashback where he just kills a bunch of people. Police he kills like, the guys that killed his best yeah, friend. Yeah, killed the guys that killed his best friend. And then all the uh, the police are there and like, who did this? And he's standing there and then the audience is like, I'm the one that did it. I'm the one that did it. I'm the one that did it. And the cops are like, all right, we're getting at it. This is crazy. And they're just like, Manik, Manik. They're all shouting. And then yeah. he's like, Manik Nahi, Basha. And that comes around. Manik, Basha. Yo, Nissan's disrespect <laughs> to interrupt me while I'm sorry. doing the impression. I'm sorry. I'm going to slap you. Can we? I got excited. Re- rewind. There's rewind your mouth right now. Okay. Rewind. All right. Let me do that again. <laughs> Manik Nahi, Basha. Manik, Basha. <laughs> That was a good rewind. Gives you, that gives you chills. Then Basha. you have Manik Basha. It's not that one, but but the thing is, that, it's so that, iconic. That's a quote. That's a quote. It, that's the it quote. Like it times. drops then, multiple times. Then there's another one, and I think this is a bit of a sleeper hit. Is when Anthony comes out of uh, jail, right, and the guy falls at his feet, 
and you don't have the sound effect because I'm gonna tell you this is a sleeper hit. This is like this is like blood pressure. It's a silent killer. Falls at his feet because he just found out that Keshava killed his family, and he's like, Manichika, Manichika, and this guy's like, Manichika, Manichika, Nanbasha Lada, Anthony. You know what that I mean? Is like a, that is know, a, that's that's. That's a villain's line, yeah. man. That's you a villain. You fear Anthony. Yeah. Yo, yeah. yo, yo, legit, when I was watching it, that guy looked like a scary dude. He looked like a villain. He, he, he looked like a villain. Yeah. And then there's the, the iconic line. The iconic line. If he says it once, it's as if he said it a hundred times. Please, play the sound effect for them. Now, So... With all this buildup, with all these things we talked about, I don't think there's an argument here. I think when you think about Basha, there's only one. There's, that's the line. That's the line. Are that you guys going to fight me on this? You know what? If I had to fight you, I wouldn't because that's the line. All right. Big <laughs> Nash, what about you? You want to fight me on this? I ain't trying to fight you, bro. You already suplexed me once. <laughs> <laughs> But hold on, we 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 almost got to a fight at the Chipotle, man. You this is true. This is true. Oh but there's hold God. on. There's a couple of, uh, comedic line. Well, I would say one comedic line that I would like to throw in there okay, as an honorable mention. Right, honorable okay. mention. All right. I won't lie. That inspired. You know, if, if people think about Gudjan Balin and all what he's doing for creators in the community. That's what I'm going after. <laughs> I want to be. I want to be Elarum's Ananda. I want to be helping everyone now. As a younger brother, I don't know if you want that. But <laughs> please subscribe, anyways. Yeah. Is there another one there? I think. I mean, the full. The, hold the, on. The, the full, auto. The, the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a great one. That's a great one. Um, yeah, it's it's the non ordervasona nordervasona mari. I think that's that's the line. That's the most quotable line. Let's talk about what's aged the best. Uh, Rajini's Timberland boots. Yeah. I, think, I mean, dude, you watch it, you see the man's boots. You're like, hey, BX in the house. That's that 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 does not age badly at all. Uh, SP Bala's SPB Bala's voice and his production. I mean, that especially now that hits different. Uh, Indran as a level one boss. I think that was great casting. You know, I don't think you're recasting that. Especially when they come to arrest him and he throws his hand out and puts it on the fire to put it out. I mean, you know that. that and that's the level one boss. That's level one. You know what I mean? We're just getting started. Uh, Basha's rolling kick in the dungeon. You know what he just... Oh. <laughs> he, the guy says, do you know what will happen to you if you put a hand on me? He rolls up and puts a foot on his face. That is like... Not just, I mean, that is like poetic, you know, to what he says, the counter to it. I think that's poetic. Um, the boss, the bomb scene at the Hindu temple, you know, they run in. Mm-hmm. The guy just grabs this, throws it into the thing. You look at that shot put. I mean, this guy's making the Olympics. I mean, you see how far he tosses the thing. This guy's making the Olympics, okay? This guy's punching poles 20 feet, knocking them out. He's also it's shot putting. Man. He's shot putting bombs. It, this guy could be Black Panther. I, I'm not saying it, but I'm saying it. Um, Brown Panther. I got to say, and I'm not joking here, the framing and lighting in this movie, if you watch some of the scenes, they made some intricate things. This was shot on film, and you can watch. When they were shooting some of the uh, flashback scenes, I don't know if it was intentional, but it looks like the emulsion was a little bit off, so there's some green tints and magenta tints, and it looks like maybe they were using expired film. I don't think that was intentional, but again, 
You look at the scene where they're at the sunset with his best friend. You look at Stylus Stylodon and the the lighting and the haze and the way they were doing these intricate the scenes. The there was a lot of clear, intentional, unique shots. And you got to think, 1995 in the Tumble Cinema space, this is expensive stuff, but it's also really creative stuff. So I think that... Yeah, no CGI. No CGI we here. We talked about it too, right? Basha's entrance. Yeah. Yeah. There. Yeah. Just the way that they used it, the way that they built the character up using it. Yep. You know, with the shots, with, with the lighting, just hits different. I'll give you a couple other ones. You know, everyone's saying that they're the ones that killed Basha. And then Basha, Basha just saying, you know, him kind of introducing or becoming, like him becoming Batman in a way, like he's identifying the role. That that that, that does that ages so well, so well. Uh, the old dummy body at the birthday switcheroo. I think everyone's done that once, right? Where they have a dummy body of themselves for a birthday party they don't want to be at. And they just, <laughs> what did you think? I wasn't going to have a stunt double here. Um, and then, listen, I got to say, Anthony, Mark Anthony. I mean... He, one of the most iconic, just as the Joker is to Batman, Mark Anthony is to Basha. That's that facts. Iconic that is villains facts. in Tamil cinema. You know, there's, it's a short list. He's on that list. He's on the Mount Rushmore of Tamil cinema villains. Did you know that Raghavaran initially said no to that role? No way. Why? Is this a fact? A is it a fact? That's is this being reported? This is, this is straight. Is this breaking? Is this breaking news? Wow. He wrote a book called My Days with Basha, talking about his yeah. experience shooting the movie. Okay. Um, he said, they, he approached Raghavan and was like, you got to do this role. Raghavan's like, no, man, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't be, uh, I can't be a villain to Rajini mm-hmm. because, like, I don't really do action scenes. So, like, I'm not really an action villain and, like, you know, like, I don't think I'll be good in that. Mm. And then, and then the director had to sit him down and be like, no, 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 like, this is not a action villain. You're not fighting you're not physically fighting Basha. You are, you are this character called Anthony, and you are like it's it's a game of chess. Mm-hmm. You and Basha, and mm-hmm. then Raghavan's like, you know what? I'll do this. Yeah, it's crazy. I actually didn't know that. Wow. Imagine, just imagine if there was no Raghavan. Yeah. Are we gonna be talking about Anthony? Yeah. Would Basha be Basha if there was no Anthony? Ooh. I'm telling you. I'm, it, you, it, you made a good point. The, the Joker, Joker to, to the, the Batman. Batman. Joker to the Batman. Jinx, you owe me Is drink. there any other? Scenes that feel like they've aged really well. I feel like that's pretty much. So, I, I, do we have to talk about scenes, or can we talk about actual like things and concepts? It could be things, anything. Bosch's beard. Yeah, that man was ahead of his time. Yeah. Everybody, every Bosch. time, every time a man has a beard now. Yeah. Bosch's sense of fashion. I. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looked yeah. like he he yeah. had a reversible yeah. suit. I'll yeah. be honest. It looked like he took a suit and he's like, I don't want to be a, I don't want to have a black suit with my boys. I'm gonna put this inside out, and he has this funky old pattern. Yo, it was, it was pretty cool. And now look at this NBA number one draft picks wears funky pattern suits. Yeah. This is true. This is yeah. true. That's true. Anything else, yeah. Nissan? Is there something else you'd add? Uh, so that's aged really well. I think the part where his dad is dying and he tells him to give up the Basha life, you know, Mumbai Venom, Basha Venom. That part, I think. Stuck to me a little bit at age well. I also think Rajini's kind of charisma, his swagger, his yep. delivery, yep. just everything. I, I feel like I, I don't know if it's aged well or if it doesn't even age. Mm. Mm. Okay. Thinking, okay. talking about things that don't really age or maybe didn't age in our minds, maybe is Nagma herself. Ooh. I mean, I'm telling you when we watch it, Nagma. I mean, listen, man, when you're watching it and you're at that age, 
I mean, there's nobody that was hitting Nagma at that time. She just coming off Kadalin, now in Basha. She, yo, she was top tier. She was top tier. Man, Nagma. So nice up. you can say it twice. Nagma. <laughs> <laughs> What's aged the worst watching this movie? Ah, oh, man. I feel like it's been a lot of um, the kind of those old, like, Tamil kind of stereotypes, you know, like, you know, the whole dowry thing. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, just the fact that you kind of have to go and beg for a seat in a college mm-hmm. when, when you know your sister has great grades, mm-hmm. you know. It's just, it's just a lot of, it's a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. A lot okay. Of that. For me personally, like I thought, I honestly thought like just because watching this movie, it just brings back, it takes you back to such a nostalgic place. Yeah. Not a lot of it aged bad. For yeah. Me. Yeah. But if I really had to like nitpick, mm-hmm. it, would have been, it would be that. That right. adding to that, I would say is probably like the villain coming into the areas, collecting money, things like that, like that kind of stuff. You're right. I, I would add that to the list of what you just mentioned. Yeah. All right. Also, I think what didn't like the biggest scene that didn't really age well to me. Uh, the biggest age, the scene that didn't really age well was mm. the scene where they were tying up like Rajinikanth. Okay. You didn't like that? Because I was like, yo, I've never seen Rajinikanth like that. I'm, I, like, we've, I've seen a lot of Rajini movies. Yeah. And you don't see that happen. That's the truth. They just well, talked about when the pr- production of the meeting. They're just yeah. like, wait, are we going to do this? And we're like, yeah, we're going to do this. And we're going to add rain to show that the gods are, you know, are, are not happy about this. You know what I mean? I th- um, that's what it is for me. When the rain and the thunder hits, as soon as the first hit happens on him, that's what I think Iconic Yeah I, I gotta disagree with you on that one But here I'll give you a list of things That may not have aged as well um, uh, Monicum looking so sour When he sees the officer For the first time You know when he says to come in And then Monicum comes in A little humble And then they make eye contact And Monicum just has Kind of like a rough face He's just looking at him like Like he's sizing him up And I'm like If you're hiding your identity You're looking at him Like Basha would look at him I feel like that You know he almost gives it away there uh, the police that come to Keshava's house to search for the diamonds, in the most polite way possible. Oh it's like, hey, um, uh, can we can we just take a look around at the diamonds? Uh, we just heard about something. We just want to look around. Uh, is that okay with you? It's like, okay, you're either in with him and cahoots, so you're not gonna search him, or you're gonna search him. I don't get it because I've had run-ins with Chennai police, and they're not that polite. Okay, if they want to do something, they will do it. Um, leaving a woman in the rain at a cemetery. Just doesn't stand the test of time. I'm just gonna say it, especially if you're an. I'm surprised coming. she didn't get sick. I'm surprised she don't have the coronavirus. Um, but just to be able to leave her, and you're an auto car, and that's your job is transporting people to safe, you know, safely to point A from point A to point B. Uh, that doesn't age well. Uh, Indiran's fight moves, level one bosses' fight moves did not age well. Uh, punching a dude to the light uh, through a light post to break physics probably didn't age well. The dad. Flat out saying Anwar is a dead man. I'm just saying, if this is the... Okay, listen. You have a son. You love your son, right? If there's somebody that grew up with your son as best friends, how are you okay with a hit being put on that kid? You'd think that Monik's dad would look at that kid almost like his own son. I don't think that ages well. And, I, you know, it makes it hard for me to forgive him when he uh, ultimately dies. Um, have some level dedication to his job. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if that's dedication. <laughs> I don't know. Um, or he didn't know until after it happened. Letting Keshava go after the assassination attempt on his life. You know, Basha having a birthday party. Get, there's a whole shootout here. And then he lets Keshava go. No, he escapes. No, he lets him go. He asks him for forgiveness and lets him go. And that's ah, yes. why it kind of comes back. And, you know, he gets killed by uh, Anthony. 
Um, and the last thing that didn't age well was Basha's bow tie. Oh. When he comes to the negotiation table with all those business people on the long table, he's wearing that bow tie. Uh, I think Basha wears a nice, proper tie. I don't think he's a bow tie kind of guy. But I think in the 90s, a bow tie didn't. I don't know. I like, I like that fit. I, you know why? He didn't want to fit in with anybody else. That's why he took his coat, reversed it inside out. <laughs> you know, has the funky coat, and he has the bow tie. I like it. That's exactly what it is. Nissan is just going to be coming up. Like, he's going to look like Monty Bush by the end of this show. I just might. Let's go to the next question. Would this be better as a 10-episode Netflix show instead of a movie? Nissan, what do you think? Oh, yeah. Give, give me a series, a 10-episode series. I'm down... To binge it. Is what it about one season? Is it one season, one ten season. episodes? Yeah, because then I could, we could see more of the come up of. No, Russia. all right. So we're this is gonna be short. No, absolutely not. You guys are both wrong. This is perfect. This is beginning to end. You have a rich, meaty movie cinema experience. I don't want to watch this as ten episodes. I don't want to sit down and no. You want to be in the movie theater when this happens, and maybe because you youngins don't know when it was like when it coming out, but you should empathize, recognize. And religiousize when you go to a Rajini movie in the theater and you see the opening superstar and Rajini coming down, you know what that's about. Don't disrespect the man by telling him that this is a Netflix show. Maybe some of the other movies we're gonna do, not this, not this. this you don't you don't look at The Godfather and say that should be a ten episode Netflix series, okay? You don't look at Shawshank Redemption and say that should be a ten episode Netflix series. How dare you look at this masterpiece? No, but see, you're looking at your, your, your No, no, I'm no, no, no. I'm it's not. I'm looking at it. It's it's what it is. But it's I'm what it is. Ten long episodes of no, 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 no. This is where your youth is coming to fool you, and y'all are just wrong on this. Hey, I was four years old when I watched it. Exactly. You have no idea. You have no idea. You're just, you're wrong on this. You're wrong on this. I need you guys to accept that. You know what? Because it's a Rajini movie and you just explained like Rajini is an experience pretty much from what you I want I want to see it in IMAX. I got I got to agree. Maybe maybe IMAX. It did get digitally remastered. Mhm. Mm. 20 year anniversary. Yep. So we're 25 years uh we're in COVID so we can't do IMAX but uh, let's 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 we're gonna wrap this up pretty quickly, but let's talk about Apex Mountain and Apex Mountain. You know the rewatchables they invented this you know thing in their podcast, but it's basically is this the peak for these people or things? So is this Apex Mountain for Nugma? Uh, yep, hundred percent. I agree. After after this movie, like you're not really going, yo, I love this movie. Like yo, Nugma was wicked in this movie, right? Mm. You said it was Coblin and then Basha. Yeah, I I I. I don't know any roles that were major after this that really had that box office uh, appeal. Is this Apex Mountain for Raghavan? I'm going to say no. I think, you know, after this, he just kept getting work, kept getting work, a lot of diversity in those roles. And, you know, even in VIP, uh, sorry, not VIP, but uh, there's another. Uh, that Yara Dini Mohoni. Yeah, that was yes. his last movie. I feel like that was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I I don't think this is Apex Mountain for... This is, this is Mount Rushmore, Rebel, this is not Apex. Yeah, I, I got to agree with you. Just because he played different roles, I would have is to this, agree uh, Is this the Apex Mountain for the dude that played Keshava? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he acting anything else? I can't believe you. Maybe a Malayala movie or something else, but I don't... I can't I, believe I, you. Uh, you, don't, you, not, you don't remember his face as much as... Is this the Apex Mountain for getting beat up in the rain? 
Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Vision tried it a few times after, but like yeah. it just doesn't hit the same. You what don't about? remember it. You don't remember it. Okay. All right. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of rain fight scenes. You know what it is? Is because it's the song that goes with it too. Because mm. it's because there was no fight. It was just gut wrenching. Every hit that landed on Regine, you mm. okay. with the lyrics, like along with the lyrics, and you're just <sighs> okay. Okay. Uh, is this Apex Mountain for autos and rickshaws? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Listen, I want to I want to be an octocodon right after the movie. <laughs> I kid you not. No other octopod character looked as swag as Reggie. I think if you're an auto driver, when this movie comes out, there's a level of pride in your job that just yeah. wasn't there before. And I think, you know, it kind of it, it kind of gives you a little swagger, a little pep in your step, you know, I might say. Uh, is this Apex Mountain for Reggie? Definitely. I feel, I feel like this was like, We're close to the apex, just not there yet. Hell no. I mean... Close. I mean, Very close. You could argue, you could argue, and I think we'll have to save the argument that Pareapa might be... Is that a teaser? That might be the apex. <laughs> if we're looking at iconic and just like, you know, with his work getting better, better, better before it kind of kind of dips a bit, not necessarily being bad, but just doesn't hold up. To the peak, I feel like Pariapa might be it. I don't see how, you know, as a complete package, culturally speaking, Basha being to the level of Pariapa for Rajni. That is interesting. I would have to disagree because I think a total other film is the apex. You said Pariapa is the apex? What do you think it is? I think it's actually like the, the celebration. I, th- I, I think that's... I mean that's you the, think that that was more... Impactful than Pareapa. I think, I think, um, like Pareapa was the peak of his stardom, like stardom, but, but like those movies that just. Now you realize Talabadi came out in 1991. So if you're saying that's the apex, that's before Basha. So you're telling me that Rajani's stardom, his power, his presence, his swagger in the movie industry. Hey. Do I gotta explain this to you, no, or are you? I, I was thinking, okay, apex of him as an actor. Yes, and you say it's Talabadi, 1991, four years before Basha. Boy, boy, I will, I will slap the opinion off of your face. Give him, give him a break. The facts didn't come in yet. Both are, they're still being counted. <laughs> Eric Trump, what are you doing? They're still being counted. Um, I, I think we gotta revisit this. You know, I, I definitely think it's not Basha. I think this. Is a steep climb on the hill. Like I think this. It's is up. A, it's close. You know to me, what? it's close. Yeah, we're 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 nearing base camp here. Okay, so I feel like the '90s was like that for him because Suresh Krishna, the director of Basha, and him just gave you Anamale, right at the beginning of the decade, mm-hmm. right in, in like '92, and then three, and then they they did like a remake of a Telugu movie in the middle because like they were supposed to do Basha, but then Rajini was like, "Yo, we just broke Indian cinema." Yeah. With Anamale. Like let's 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 cleanse their palate. That's his, that, those were his words. Let's cleanse their palate before we give them another banger. So I was like, okay, Basha, Basha's sick. And then obviously in that tail end of that decade, we had Pariapa. But I feel like because we think of all these commercial movies, we're forgetting about like the Rajini before that, who was just as had that stardom, but like. Was doing way more. You know what? I, I think I, role. I, I, I think you're trying to sell something 
and, and, and it's just not working right now. I just, I can't agree with you because you either got to have an opinion or you don't need sense, right? Either you got to say, say it what it is. Just don't stop saying what it isn't. You know what I mean? And you, you just telling me what it isn't, but not what it is. And what it is, is not the apex. All right. <laughs> so, uh, you guys let us know. If you feel differently, let me know. I don't think this is the apex for Rajni. I think his best is yet to come after Basha comes out. Let's end it off on this. We'll start with Nissan. Who won the movie for you? Rajni Khan. I don't think there's any argument against that. Vignesh, who won the movie? Man, I think you guys are right. I think, I think Raj. Nah, <laughs> I think it's Nugma. I think Nugma won the movie. <laughs> Oh man, listen, hey, in all seriousness, I think this is really fun. Yeah. I think this is really fun. I think I I think we might have to do this at least one or two more times for the rest of the season, right? Let us know. Let all us right. know. We might, we might not. Who knows? Right. Let us know. Just as a reference though, we did watch this movie and we took a ton of notes. I know. So we I know. Prepared. I'm telling you. So let us know what you think. Be sure to support the show by sharing it with your friends. Tell other Basha movie. Rajini fans, whatever it is, get on the Banana Boys Season 3 because we have a ton of exciting stuff planned and we can't wait to share it with you. That has been the first Tumble Rewatchables. We'll probably do a couple more of these things. I'm your host, Gudgeon. As always, joined by Vic Nesh and Nissan. See ya, folks. We'll see you next time. Who got that at the end? Who got that?